Sorry to call so early. My name is Adam Smith, calling from NobelPrize.org in Stockholm, and I wondered whether it was possible to speak to David Julius. Yes, yes, yes. You guys have a number that will get a hold of him. Okay, <laughs> here he is. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> yes. well, very much morning for you. <laughs> yes. So my name's Adam Smith. I'm calling from NobelPrize.org. And um, we have this tradition of recording just very short interviews with new laureates. Would you mind okay. speaking? No, let me just finish pouring some water into my coffee maker, because that's going to be essential in the next. And then I'll be with you in the same. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm good. I think, okay. I think, yeah, that is the tip that surely passed from laureate to laureate. You need coffee to survive this day. Coffee, <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. So how did the news actually reach you? Well, it was actually quite strange. <laughs> I was nicely asleep, and uh, my phone, which I had by my bed, going, ah, so I look at the, you know, what's this all about, dinging, and there's an, uh, a text in there from my sister-in-law, who lives in California, but in Santa Cruz, and she says, uh, let's see, I'll look at the text, it says, um, I thought it was, a, a, you know, some kind of a prank. Anyway, it said, um, I don't know, it's buried back here now. I've got so many texts. But it says something like, um, someone's been trying to reach you by the name of Thomas Perlman. <laughs> and uh, and um, I didn't want to give him your phone number. So, um, uh, but here's his phone number. Yeah. And she said, I looked him up on the web. He seems like a reasonable guy <laughs> or something like that. But she says, uh, yeah, anyway, so... Um, uh, so then uh, I, I said, okay, well, then I came on my wife's phone too. So she kind of woke up and I said, what do you think about this? So she called and he said, I've been trying to get a hold of David. <laughs> so then I spoke to him and he said, I have about three minutes and I'm so happy to talk to you, but I now have to go out and do the announcement. So call me back in an hour. So I have to call him back in, you know, 20 minutes or so. Anyway, so that's how it happened. That's an absolutely marvellous story. And how wonderful to have two <laughs> gatekeepers protecting you, your sister and exactly, your wife. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A hard man to reach, but it, how, how wonderful. Um, and what, so once the news had got to you, what was the first thing you did? Um, well, you know, I... I no, he yeah, I kept telling Holly, it's a prank. Don't call Thomas anyway. Oh, then Thomas said, you should go to the to the YouTube and watch the announcement. So that's the first thing I did. Okay. Sat here in the kitchen and watched the announcement. Some, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then um, I made a couple of phone calls to some close colleagues or texts. And by, but by that time, you know, I was my phone was blowing up, as they say. So, uh, so I haven't had much time to do much else. I talked to my mom. That's very important. Yeah, indeed. And uh, what does she yeah, say? And um, uh, she's like overwhelmed, you know, she says, this is just unbelievable. She said, but you know, you work so hard, you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. That, she's behaving exactly yeah. as a mother should do. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's very proud and she's, um, probably a little bit in shock as we all are. And then my brother called me and, you know, so it's been an exciting hour or so. <laughs> it sounds wild and lovely. Um, talking of gatekeepers, it's just extraordinary mm -hmm. that you've discovered these gatekeepers for temperature sense sensing, which um, everybody yeah. kind of for for eons has taken for granted. We can sense temperature, but we never knew how mm -hmm. until now. So yeah. the question is, how come mm -hmm. you were able to get there? How come you um, identified the oh. right question? 
Well, first of all, I, I like what you said. It's actually true that, you know, and it's true for many of our senses, but maybe more so for touch and pain. We experience it, but we take it for granted, you know, like, you know, in terms of mechanistically. Uh, but the reason that we were able to do it is because we started um, looking at the natural world in terms of natural products. And we asked how things that tickle our our pain sensors uh, work, you know, chemicals from plants that uh, that are used to presumably for them to defend themselves. And so we sort of uh, kind of did an end run around the problem by turning to some natural product pharmacology. And that's uh, that's how we did it. That's a, there's a nice message in there, really, that turning to nature is always a good thing, especially in these days of kind of um, recognition of the uh, importance of nurturing the planet. That's right, yeah. yeah. Keeping our different species going. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, how many, when you think about how many drugs were discovered or derived from natural products, it's really pretty astounding. Mm. So, uh, and that's certainly true in the pain world. You know, aspirin comes from willow bark. Morphine comes from the opium poppy, but this extends to all facets of medicine. And so keeping those sources of natural products around is really critical. Mm. And these discoveries, of course, open up the possibility of new treatments for pain, which are so desperately needed. Yeah, so that's the hope. Uh, you know, molecules we've discovered, but also that, you know, other people have discovered over the years since uh, molecular biology has really made inroads into that problem will uh, reveal all these new targets for, uh, you know, for, for non-opioid-based uh, mechanisms for dealing with pain. Yeah. I just wanted to ask you very quickly, you, you did your doctorate with Randy Sheckman, you postdoctorate with I Richard did, yeah. Axel. You've, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did hanging out with these Nobel laureates teach you about how to approach research? <laughs> and I should also say, when I worked with Randy, I had a co-mentor who worked very closely with Jeremy Thorner, who's not a Nobel laureate, but a superb scientist. Indeed. And what I learned from all these guys was, uh, well, of course, I worked for them long before they got their Nobel Prizes, but, you know, they are all unbelievably curious. That's the main thing. And rigorous, you know, and, and they are always, they have so much energy, you know, all those people. Uh, they're always intensely, you know, with their groups, interacting with their groups, uh, encouraging them to ask difficult questions. You know, you just sort of get a sense when you're with those people what, where the bar should be in terms of doing science mm -hmm. and, and really sort of, you know, investing yourself in it. So that I guess that's kind of what drew me to them in the first place. But um, somehow, you know, <laughs> uh, figuring that out even when I was young. But, you know, they have an intensity and a curiosity that's just really special. Wonderful. Thank you very much indeed. Well, I, I should let you get to the coffee and to the rest of the day, which is just <laughs> going to be mad. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's been okay. so lovely speaking to you. Thank you, Adam. Thank you very much. You just heard a special episode of Nobel Prize Conversations. If you enjoyed hearing this call, don't miss our bonus episode, where Adam Smith takes a turn as guest, and we go behind the scenes from these very special moments. Find it on Acast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Nobel Prize Conversations is a podcast series with Adam Smith, a co-production of Filt and Nobel Prize Outreach. The editorial team also includes Andrew Hart, Olivia Lundquist, Magnus Yulier and me, Claire Brilliant. Music by Epidemic Sound. Thanks for listening.
If you're passionate about the Nobel Prize, you won't want to miss a single episode of our podcast. Be sure to subscribe. We're available on Acast, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, GeoSarvan, Spotify, and many, many more popular platforms. 